everyone. So starting out with punk, starting out with punk. Hello, everyone. It's just me today. How's everyone doing today? Put it in the chat. Hello, Eduardo. How y'all doing? True, better one than none. Uh, I believe Mr. Jacobs is going to be here uh, soon. So, you know, but uh, there you go. If you have, uh, if you have any topics you all want to talk about, uh, let me know in the chat. Talk about how if Hook is too much of a push or truly a grown talent. Hook, I love Hook, and it's it's weird. I've been seeing a lot of takes on Hook that's a lot of like, oh, he should be like pushed to like TNT title scene. I disagree with that. I think that he, he is very good for his age, but you can't confuse like him being over with the audience for uh, him being – over with the audience for like, hey, he needs to be the like push now. I think what's going on with Hook right now, I think how TK is booking him, I think it's very good. Uh, talk about CM Punk or the lack thereof. Well, right now CM Punk's on. So I, I, I do love Punk. He is probably my favorite wrestler in AEW. 
biased because I'm uh, from Chicago. So I love Punk. And I think what he's doing right now with MJF is very good. I Everyone was saying how great the uh, MJF and Punk match was. Personally, I like... I'm not a huge fan of like the screwy finishes and stuff like that. So I wasn't huge into that, but you know, I'm not mad at it. And I think what he's doing right now is great. Him going with all the younger talent, uh, essentially telling the story of him shaking off that ring rust from seven years. And then eventually when he's going to be facing people like Moxley, like uh, Omega, like Danielson, I think it's going to be great. Hello, Brenda. How are y'all doing today? I mean, there's some pretty big news we can talk about. Are you still an AEW fan, even though Cody is no longer with AEW? That's a good question. Uh, I've been very open that Cody is one of my favorite parts of AEW. Uh, his match with Dustin at Double or Nothing 2019 is my favorite AEW match. For me, it personally tops the uh, Revolution tag team match. Um, but I'm still a fan, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to be with uh, people like CM Punk and Danielson. And... I do like I, I think Cody, if he wants to go for the, the big payday that WWE is gonna be offering, then yeah, all power to him. He just had a kid, he's looking out for his family. I respect that, you know. No but it does make me kind of sad to see him go, but nonetheless I will like still support him and his choice, you know. Glad to hear you're doing great, Brenda. I'm going to open up a soda real quick. This is cool that uh, right now they're starting out with Punk in a promo. I, it's very rare that AEW does that, but I really enjoy when they do. Like, so long as it happens very like rarely like they do now. I don't like uh, constantly starting with um, constantly starting with promo or something you know i think starting with wrestling is the best way to start out any show i wonder what stip uh mjf versus mjf or mjf versus punk is going to be you think it'll be a great show tonight i definitely agree i think uh this card is stacked connor and chris are so lucky to be there right now Oh my gosh, it's going to be a dog collar match between Punk and MJF, and they're talking about Valentine's because uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. That is perfect. Punk is a really good dog collar match, I believe, against Raven. Very good match. Thoroughly enjoyed it. That will be very cool. I hope that's at Revolution. I'm also opening some candy. I think it's best to enjoy TV and wrestling with candy. I apologize. Man, I'm so excited now. I love I love dog collar matches. It's crazy that it won't even be the first in AW. Uh, Eddie, uh, I mean, fair enough. Yep, there we go. Tony Schiavone mentioning uh, Greg Valentine and Roddy Piper. Great match. I love Roddy Piper. He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. I went as him for Halloween this year. Uh, I guess last year. 
talk about AEW New Japan and how they're showing talent. Oh yeah, I am. I, I love New Japan. I think New Japan actually has the best wrestling in the entire world. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Strong Style, and uh, you know, just Okada's great. Uh, Tanahashi's great. Love Kenta, but I'm I like AEW a bit more because I'm a bigger fan of the story going into the match rather than the match itself. That sounds really weird because we watch wrestling for the match, you know. But I love the story going in, and that's what AEW does best. But if you can get the best of both worlds with AEW and New Japan working together, that's going to be so good. And there's so many money matches to be made. I need Okada versus Danielson. Okada versus Danielson would be so good. Uh, who else? I need Tanahashi versus Mox. Oh my God! If they do that at uh, Windy City Riot in Chicago, I will cry. It'll <laughs> I will cry. It'll be so good. Oh my God. Um, what's another like money matchup? I want to see like uh, Shingo Takagi versus uh, just anyone in AEW. I think that'd be awesome. I know. I believe Takagi and Danielson had a match a few years back, and it was very good. But. Uh, oh, also just Ibushi. The stories that could be told with Omega and Ibushi, that could be great. Um, who else? What other names do I want to see? I want to see Zack Sabre Jr. versus... Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson, definitely. Now talk about New Japan versus AAA wrestling and their presence in AEW. I don't know much about New Japan versus AAA. I thought that New Japan and CMLL were... They worked a lot together because of La Sombra, uh, Andrade's former character. Uh, he worked in New Japan and in CMLL. And so I guess that makes sense that New Japan wouldn't be best of friends with AAA because AAA and CMLL are at each other's necks. Uh, Eddie's asking, where is Connor? Connor is currently at the show right now. He's actually at uh, in Nashville for Dynamite. He's very lucky. The card looks awesome. I'm so jealous of him. But, uh, yeah, New Japan versus AAA. I really like AAA. Like, it's, I only seek it out whenever I hear that there's a match or a pay-per-view that's going to be pretty good. But, you know, it's, it's difficult to watch. Uh, it's difficult to watch very much of it because I, I don't speak Spanish. I can understand a little bit of it. I'm not great at it. So... Yeah, I know a little bit of Spanish, but I don't know enough to uh, to watch AAA. I would love to learn though, and I I've, I took classes and everything, but uh, I only took two years worth of it, and it's that was not enough. I need to take more. Also, Lee Moriarty versus Danielson tonight—that's going to be so good. I love Lee Moriarty. I'm excited for they've done on Dark. Or Dark Elevation, Lee Moriarty versus Daniel Garcia. And uh, I think that it was so good, actually. It was a very good match. So I think it's going to happen on Dynamite at some point. And then it's definitely going to happen at some pay-per-view. They'll go from Dark to Dynamite to pay-per-view. And I think that'll be really good storytelling to just show that these two guys are like the spiritual rivals. You know, kind of like the, the New Day News host. Uh, love the picture CM Punk showed of him in I love that picture too. It's so good. I love that it uh they brought it up. I love that it, the feud started with uh you know Punk acknowledging that MJF was a fan of his. So I thought that was very cool. 
And right now, uh, right well, right now we're in commercials, but I believe that the match that's starting off is probably going to be Danielson and Moriarty. That match is going to be so good. Danielson, I believe he is the best wrestler in AEW right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my views on MJF. I love MJF. He is. I think he could definitely be like a modern day Ric Flair esque kind of person because, like back in the the eighties and everything, Ric Flair would go from territory to territory defending his championships and everything. And he would barely win. And he would cheat, obviously. He would barely win. And that way, the rematch draws even more money. I bet MJF could definitely do that. He is a heel that people actually hate in the modern era, which is so difficult to do in modern wrestling. Like, think about uh, when the Tribal Chief started. You know, people like loved that. People loved Roman being a heel. And so they would cheer him instead of booing him. MJF, people will actually boo, which is just insane to see. Like, if you can't get over from facing MJF, I don't know what's going to – I don't know how to help you, you know. Everyone hates MJF. It's so easy to get people over just by making them face MJF. But, uh, yeah, MJF, he's definitely integral to AEW, I believe. Like, Cody, like, as crazy it is to say, Cody, he like, I think AEW would be fine without him. Uh, if AEW doesn't have MJF, I'm, like, actually kind of worried there because MJF is going to be huge. Like that's such an investment into the future. Yeah, I like. I don't know who the main heel of AEW is going to be if it's not MJF. You know, um, he's also just he has the gateway to so many good stories to tell, especially among the pillars. MJF has already beaten. Uh, he's beaten Jungle Boy and he's beaten Darby now, and he's also beaten Sammy. He's beaten all of them, so all of the pillars can really get their win back and could justifiably take the championship from them. You know, I think that the story of jungle boy versus MJF for a championship could be so good with MJF being like this rich pompous, like jerk and jungle boy being this workhorse. You know, I think that just tells such a great story. Speaking of jungle boy, he's on TV right now. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love Christian Cage being uh, being with Jurassic Express. Christian Cage is my – I can't remember where I just placed him. I made a little list. But he's like my third favorite wrestler in AEW right now. He, uh, I just love – you know, like I said, story over moves for me. Uh, he's, he's so good at, like, drawing drama. Like that match that he had with Kazarian, his first match in the company, that was so good. I love that kind of wrestling. Uh, that's why, like, FTR versus DIY is my favorite match. Um, um, and I don't know who that is. I'm looking forward to finding Chris with his sign. Oh, yeah, I hope we can see their sign, too. Controversial will take, but Jungle Boy being pushed too early, or is it the right time? Um, I don't know if it's too early, but it's it's been feeling like... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. He's, if you know what the uncanny valley is, it kind of feels like that regarding Jungle Boy's push. Because, you know, uh, Darby has had TNT gold. Sammy has had TNT gold. MJF is definitely going to have like championship gold soon. 
And then Jungle Boy is just kind of in the tag division playing second. It, it doesn't feel like he's playing second fiddle, but you know, him and Christian, that, like Christian's such a big star. It feels like he hasn't gotten too much spotlight. But maybe that's just because my own bias towards liking Christian. I've chosen to ignore Jungle Boy more, like uh, subconsciously. But I don't think he's being pushed too early. I think that uh, you have to really set the uh, set the seeds right now for all these stories that can be told. I, I love Jungle Boy. I think he has, like in terms of wrestling, uh, just wrestling, not taking into character or anything, character, look, anything else, solely wrestling. I think that he's the like most solid out of the four pillars, but when you take into account character and everything, I think he might be third or fourth because MJF is the best character. Darby has just such a cool look and a cool move set that suits that. It just amplifies him. Uh, and then Sammy, like I, I think Sammy, he Sammy just ain't doing it for me. Kind of, uh, he's he's good. He's, there's no doubt he's very good, but. Uh, you know, it just feels like it feels like he'd be better as a heel. And it also just feels like the inner circle is like just draining him. I feel like he needs to leave the inner circle, definitely. And I hope that that's what this angle is leading to because he could do so much more without them. Like when that American top team feud happened, oh my God, Sammy was the TNT champion and he didn't even get the pinfall in the match. Jericho got it. I thought that was ridiculous. I love that Moriarty is getting these big matches. He's he's faced Punk. He's facing Danielson now. Want to see him face Omega? I can't wait till Omega's back. It's going to be insane. Also, I cannot wait until Punk versus Omega happens. I think that's the biggest match AEW can do right now. Either that or Punk versus Danielson. Yeah, he definitely did. And I think that might just be Jericho. Like, that could just sum up Jericho as stealing people's spotlight. I like. I'm low key hoping Jericho goes back to WWE. You know, gets his final run in, gets his Hall of Fame induction. He's done enough for AEW. I think he's helped establish the company, but he really like. There's not much more he can do. I think he should put over Sammy or MJF on the way out. I'm leaning towards Sammy just because he's already faced MJF. And, yeah. That's that's my take on it. I feel like uh, Jericho kind of ruined the inner circle versus pinnacle feud because I really think the pinnacle should have just stomped the inner circle and then that should have led to the inner circle like dissolving. But really, Jericho won at All Out and then that feud was put to rest. And I really did not like that. I think that the pinnacle, when the pinnacle debuted, they were white hot. And then they win blood and guts in a very cool fashion with Sammy calling for the timeout or uh, Sammy saying he surrenders and then MJF throwing Jericho down. That could have, excuse me, that could have been it. And I would have been happy with it, but then they did the stadium stampede and inner circle one at double or nothing. And then they go all out MJF versus Jericho. Jericho wins. Did not like that. It really just feels like the pinnacle lost the feud. And then now, like, now look where they are. They barely are on TV together. They're all doing their own separate things. It's just, uh, it's such a missed opportunity, in my opinion. AEW has a few celebrities in the audience. Melissa Joan Hartman. I do not know who that is, but I'm assuming that she's famous. Yes, on the Jericho. I'm glad you agree, Eduardo. I think, man, once he goes back to WWE, I will be, uh, 
I'll be pretty happy. And that's nothing against Jericho. I think he's great. It's just there's not much he can offer for a company like AEW right now. <coughs> Man, Lee is so good. Is there anything I would uh, I would know her in Brenda? Any uh, shows or movies or anything? I love Danielson saying, doing the I've got till five. So good. I've been watching a lot of old uh, Danielson matches, like uh, two th- like from 2004 to 2009. After this, uh, after this episode, after this episode, I'm planning on watching Danielson versus uh, Chris Hero from PWG. So, well, after this episode, I'm, I hope I have time to watch it. <laughs> I have homework due. At least where I am tomorrow, we're having uh, we're having tons of snow, and I, I'm in like Chicago. Uh, well, I'm in Central Illinois, but normally I'm in the Chicagoland area. But for me, school's canceled tomorrow. What about you guys? How's the weather where everyone is? Anything crazy or not? Nah? Hey, what's up, Mr. Jacobs? Hey, what's going on, Aiden? Nothing much. How are you? I'm doing all right. Last question is I've been asking too much. No, do not ask too much. Uh, what are your views on old wrestlers saying AEW doesn't have physically big wrestlers to sell the show? Uh, I think you could just look at the success of gold, black and gold NXT. Like they didn't have physically big wrestlers. They were doing really good shows. They had huge audiences. Wrestling, like people know it's not real now. You know, you don't need to have yeah. these giant guys. Uh, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah, like look at uh look at Omega versus Danielson. That was like that helped sell out the Grand Slam show, and those guys aren't huge. You know, look at Daniel. Like, look how good Danielson is. He's not huge at all. Correct. I mean, I think I think there's a lot more, a lot more, you know, to it than just being big. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, she acted in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, God's Not Dead, and others. I have not seen either of those. I've heard of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but that's uh, that's so. Knowledge. So I assume you've talked about the elephant in the room already. Not yet, actually. Not yet. Okay, so I think it's a good time to do it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, what? Well, okay. Like we, we now, talked like uh, just a little bit, but not yeah. much. Uh, this whole thing with Cody and Brandy. I mean, I'm. Uh, it's it. it it's it's pretty much the talk of the whole wrestling world right now, and I'm, and for me, I kind of part of me saw it coming because I kind of already knew how Cody was. Uh, he's always been about the money. He's never really been about the elite, you know. I mean, if you notice, you know, from the past, he's, he's kind of always been on his own island. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, personally, I don't see it as a bad. I don't see it as a bad thing as far as the potential money he could be getting because he has a family to raise now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's what I was, uh, that's what I was saying. I expect him. If it is true that he's getting this three to $5 million deal, he just had a kid. If he's looking out for his family, Mm -hmm. I respect that, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. And I mean, I've heard people, (laughs) I've heard people saying that he was like a sellout and some stuff like that. I'm like, come on. I mean, 
now the the whole point of the business is to make money and to entertain. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the whole point of it. I mean, if you're not making money, then they're not. You know, what are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Uh... Like I'm sad to see him go, but you know it's like yeah. I don't think that AEW is going to die because he's gone. Exactly, and it kind of I think in a way it kind of to some fans it kind of kind of like uh, pushed the pushed the the curtain back a little bit and showed you who who had you know who has power and who doesn't have power mm-hmm. you know in in the company. And you learn that Cody didn't I mean for Cody didn't have that much power. I mean he was a free agent. Her uh, him and Brandy were free agents they what started in december when their contract ended i think so yeah yeah so they've been free agents since december and uh it was already it was already known months ahead of time that uh the elite had let go of some of their power as far as running the company yeah and it, i think it was like in uh like early 2020 that the elite stopped like being a head bookers and tk took a took a lot of it yeah and I mean, there's a lot of talk about Cody and TK, you know, having getting into it and whatever. And I think it's, I think it's just mainly business. I don't think they have any bad feelings towards each other. I think it's just business. Yeah, I think I think Cody wanted a, like a big money contract, like Danielson or Punk. And yeah. I think that you know maybe TK just didn't see it personally. I think that Cody is worth the same amount as uh, Danielson and Punk. Yeah, but I agree. It, that kind of depends on what wanted what cody wanted to do he because cody was talking about how he did not want to play a heel he wanted to be the baby face but right. the fans just did not want him to be that baby face they wanted him to be a heel yeah and so ultimately i think we all kind of thought oh cody's going to be this kind of like meta heel you know but then it yeah. just ended up being he cody just really maybe he just really did want to play a baby face and tk didn't want him to and maybe that is another reason I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be a number of reasons, but I think the main thing comes down to money. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely agree. And I just caught that that CM Punk promo. That was that was awesome. He pulled mm-hmm. out the picture and everything, and left left them speechless. I thought that was brilliant. I'm so excited for the dog collar match. He had a yes. really good. He had a really good dog collar match with Raven, and I'm hoping mm-hmm. it's a. Uh, Half as brutal as that one. Yeah, this Danielson and Lee match is pretty good. I gotta say, I mean, Lee Moriarty has been showing his stuff lately. I love and Lee I, Moriarty. Yeah, I, 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 I'm totally into him. I think he's probably. I think he's one of the. You know how people call him the generation of killers, the mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia hook. Yeah, I think he's definitely one of them, and uh, mm-hmm. I, th- I like the name Generation of Prodigies. Uh, prodigies yeah. better, not prodigies, yeah. because you know they're more technical wrestlers. But I think he's definitely, I think him and Daniel Garcia are going to have so many good matches together in the future because they have such good chemistry. Yeah, and they're and they're still so young, and you you know they could be doing this for a long you know for a longer time because mm-hmm. of their youth, and and that's what I'm saying. That's what I think is awesome is that these young this young talents getting getting the push that they deserve. I feel like that's like best for business right there mm-hmm. because they're the, they're the torch holders, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda says, will Cody and Brandy uh, say goodbye tonight? I doubt it. I bet that, uh, I bet that if Cody does come back, mm-hmm. I think it'll probably be at revolution. But like, if this whole thing is a work, which I don't think it is, I, I don't think it's a work. 
Um, but if it is, he's probably coming back at Revolution. I bet that I, I don't think he's coming back. Right. And if it is a work, it was probably some, you know, to get some leverage on, you know, for himself, mm-hmm. you know. Oops. Do you have any? I do. I think Impact, I think it's very, like, decently booked, uh, but it has a lot of, like, glaring flaws in its booking that mm-hmm. just outweigh just how consistent it is. Uh, when from Moose... what I've I'll go ahead. Like when Moose beat Josh Alexander, like in front of his family in the ring, and now Josh Alexander's contract has expired, it's just like, okay, there was no point in investing this month's long build in Josh Alexander because he's just lost the title in a few seconds. I thought that was a horrible decision. I think having Deanna Mm. Peraza lose to Mickey James was a horrible decision. Mm. Um, But ultimately, I think they do have some good booking. It just, their talent pool is not nearly as good as AEW's. Uh, I agree. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what about you? I mean, I feel the same. The thing is is that it, it with the the booking itself. I mean, it's kind of up and down. It goes up and down for me. Like there's some things that I love, some things that I'm like, "Come on." And but I think I think that's the thing about it is that that's the business. That's the wrestling business as a whole. I mean, it, it's a roller coaster. You know, it can it can go up and go down and go up and go down. But I think what you got to do is stick with it. And I personally don't watch as much impact as I should. But from what I do watch and from what I have and from what I've seen, I mean, I'm not I'm not totally disappointed in the product. It's not it's not to the point to where I'm not going to to where I don't want to watch it. You know, mm, that's fair. I think that's a good take for me. Like, I, I think I, I definitely do need to watch it more. It's just like getting into a new promotion is so difficult because you have to learn all of these new characters. Yeah, yeah. Hello, moist see, cuddler. <laughs> That's you a see, great you name. See, you see, uh, you see, uh, Danielson posing as he was making him tap out. That mm-hmm. was great. <laughs> I love that. I love his arrogant persona. Just the American Dragon. It's so good. Yeah. It's crazy that WWE didn't let him do that. That he was just always small baby face, but here he's like, yeah. I'm gonna kick your head in. Exactly. He can flourish there. It's like he can flourish in AEW, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Let me go grab let me go grab my food at the stove right quick. I'll be right back. I got you. How are you doing, Moist Cuddler? I'm loving this Brian Danielson and John Moxley feud. Also, Mox has the one of the best, not the best, uh, theme in AEW, in my opinion. Wild Thing is so good. I'm excited. I hope we get Mox versus Hangman, but someone tells me that uh, that was going to be before he went into uh, rehab. And now people, I don't want to boo him personally. I think that keeping him in the face is going to be the best choice.
All right, I'm back. Just in time to see Moxley walking out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just talking about how uh, I want to see Mox and Hangman go at it, but I don't think anyone's going to want to boo Mox and no one's going to want to boo Hangman. So I'll probably have to yeah. wait a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, because they're, they're so beloved right now, it's kind of hard to even choose. Especially after Mox came back from rehab, you know? Yeah, and he looks so much better after after rehab. Mm-hmm. He looks great. Full of energy. Yeah, I agree, Brenda. He knows how to make an entrance. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the, the crowd entrance, which is weird. I love the crowd entrance, but I don't like when wrestlers fight in the crowd because it's so difficult to see. Yeah, I do agree with that. When you're watching on TV, especially if you're there live, it's much harder. When you're there live, if they're right next to you, it's pretty cool. I went to an AAW show uh, on February 4th, and they fought literally on top of my chair. Like, they literally used my chair to hit each other. (laughs) That's uh, awesome. That was really cool. But then eventually they worked their way around the arena, and I just couldn't see anything. So. I mean, the only way you can can actually tell is is the spotlight following them. That's the only mm-hmm. way you can tell where they're at. Yeah. And I mean, Moxley's promos since he's gotten back have been nothing but fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a miss. Flip Gordon is at AEW. Uh, yeah, that's what Connor said. He Connor said that he saw him there. I forgot hmm. to say that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if that means maybe he'll appear on a. Uh, no, I don't think he's on Dark Elevation. I definitely would have heard about it by now, but maybe uh, maybe he's just backstage checking out the place. I know that there's a, a lot of wrestlers who do that. Yeah. If I remember correctly, there's another tag team who's backstage tonight just to, like, I think, probably get a feel for the environment. Yeah. I've been hearing a lot, I've been hearing a lot about how, you know, um, they're going to start slowing down, hiring so many new, you know, new talent into the, into the company and let, and let, you know, the people that are already there kind of get their footing and have, you know, you know, build up storylines and stuff like that. And I think that's a good idea. I mean, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's not a bad idea to slow it down, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, they, the rosters are already pretty much packed. Oh, yeah, it know? is insanely packed. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, we could, and, like, there's still so many free agents. There's Johnny Gargano. There's uh, Swerve. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Samoa Joe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want all of them in AEW, but like at that point, that's so many people. Yeah, and and like you know, it, you don't want to oversaturate it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
See, Mox is making some pretty good points in this promo. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of young guys would pair well with Mox, though. Like, Danielson obviously would be like a technician or something, but Mox, yeah. I don't know. That is, is going to take some thought right there. But that reminds me of something Brock Lesnar actually said, because he said something kind of to the same thing on a podcast. Yeah, um, that people need to, someone needs to step up and, like, get over. Right. Mm-hmm. It, has to, it has to be a young talent. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, I agree with Brock that at least in WWE, because I yeah. think for AEW they're doing perfectly fine with young talent. Oh yeah, but, I agree with that. Like WWE, have you seen the recent report that Stone Cold might be wrestling at WrestleMania? I heard, uh, yeah, I heard he's supposed uh, something about him and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I mean, that could be that whole thing could be could be a spot for young talent to get a to get a, a WrestleMania experience. Mustafa Ali could be there, you know? Exactly. Exactly. But no, it's going to Stone Cold. And so I think definitely WWE has a problem with that. And they definitely need to work on getting these young people over. Like think about like Braun Breaker. He's over right now and he's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they're and maybe that just goes to show that NXT 2.0 is kind of like doing its intended purpose. Sure, its viewership is in the mud right now it's so bad yeah but it does have a purpose of like you know being developmental for people like ron breaker right i think as far as performers i mean nxt they have a good group of a good group of performers mm-hmm. i just think I, I just think with the create creative I, that's that's kind of where i go you know off and on with it Oops. yeah like like Finn Balor and Cesaro weren't even in the Rumble, and then Johnny Knoxville was. I actually enjoyed seeing Johnny in the Rumble. That was that was pretty funny. I think that he threw some pretty good forearms. Yeah, <laughs> those those Shibata forearms. Yeah, but like ultimately, like <laughs> like I'm fine with a few celebrity appearances, but I guess he was the only one. I don't know. I like I'm not the biggest uh, fan of Jackass. Which is really weird. I really thought I like. I've, I've only seen two, and it was decently funny. But mm. uh, I mean, I, 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 I guess I grew. Up, I mean, I grew up watching it on the on, on MTV and like the movies. They were, I mean, I thought they were funny. But I, I like the show better than the movies. I mean, honestly, I haven't seen a single episode of the uh, of the show. So I mean, it's actually pretty funny. I mean, I, I guess I mean for. I mean, I, it has its audience, I, I guess, you know. It's not for I everybody. wish that I was into it. Like, I wish that I got to watch There's a lot of shows that I wish I watched when I was younger. Now, I mean, now, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that with Keith Lee now, you know, now in AEW, they're going to do something right with him, you know, because that's the first thing, that's the first thing I thought about when he first got to AEW. I was like, okay, he's there. That's awesome. Now what? You know? How have I not seen the artwork that is Jackass? I've only seen two. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the artwork that is Jackass. <laughs> like I told you, I mean, it has its audience out there. Mm-hmm. I'll probably have not to watch it at some point. But a lot of my friends like him, so. Yeah. I think you'll find, I mean, if you want to find, like, different episodes of the TV show, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're not hard to find. Do you think that Max Caster drops a line about Cody tonight? 
Oh, I hope so. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> that will be so dope. <laughs> also, I hope that Wardlow wins this one because Max Caster didn't really do much in the last phase of the Revolution ladder match. I don't yeah. think he needs to be in two of them. You know what? I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I kind of hope that Wardlow wins and then Hobbs also wins his match and then it's just a hoss fest for the, the ladder match. Yeah. I think that'd be so funny to see. <laughs> like, as much as I want to see Dante Martin in a ladder match because he will do something insane, <laughs> I want a hoss fest ladder match would be so funny. Yeah, I do. Agree. Yeah. I mean, because it's always awesome seeing seeing big dudes in ladder matches. I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh, don't inst- how dare you. <laughs> you got him with that one. You see look on Warlow's face like this idiot. <laughs> you didn't say anything about Cody. How no. dare you call Nashville hot chicken oh, rated? It's really good. <laughs> he, he, had, he had to bury the chicken. <laughs> But I can't wait until Warlow finally gets a good singles push. That's worth something. Oh. Oh man, it's going right into picture in picture, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, with Warlow, I mean, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting for a big Warlow push, and it's probably going to be a while from now. But I cannot wait to see it because it's going to be, it's going to be something that I think. It, um, how, how am I gonna? How, how how would I say? I guess uh, pertinent is that a good word for it? Is like, or or not pertinent? But... Like it's inevitable. Like it's gonna happen. Yes, inevitable. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna happen eventually. Oh, definitely. I'm so excited for. It. I love like it's. He's kind of in a similar spot to Brian Cage because like I have to elaborate on that because that sounds really weird because uh, like with. Um, Brian Cage turning face on Team Taz. Yeah. But Wardlow's face turn is just like, it's doing so much better than Brian Cage's was because Wardlow, like the pinnacle, MJF is like such a dastardly heel because people will actually boo him that him, yeah. like MJF bullying Wardlow actually gets the fans heated. Mm-hmm. And whereas people really liked Ricky Starks and really like Hobbs and really like Hook, mm-hmm. you know, Cage, he was never going to get over doing that. And then Cage also like lost every single match that he was in, which was really weird to me. But you know, I, I, uh, to me, the relationship with with uh, 
MJF and uh, uh, and uh, and uh, Wardlow, excuse me, Wardlow. It reminds me of Triple H and Batista whenever they had their feud. In, that's such uh, a, like that's such a good take. I love that comparison. It, it reminds so me. It's just it reminds me just of that because because you know he's doing all he can to keep Wardlow from from you know wanting to get over him. And he'll he'll say anything and do anything, and then eventually Wardlow just gonna just power bomb his ass. Mm-hmm. You can like, oh my gosh, I can already see like a similar thing. Like Wardlow wins a, a championship match when MJF is champion, yeah. and then MJF is like, "You're not gonna use that, right, buddy?" And Wardlow just like looks <laughs> at him, and then gives him the power bomb symphony. Yeah. I love that dynamic because you you know that eventually you know that 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 bubble's gonna pop. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, gonna be so. I'm good just waiting that. to see it. <laughs> There's also this match. I thought it'd be like a squash match, mm-hmm. but Max Caster is actually getting offense in. Yeah, surprisingly, <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. I expected him just to go in there and slaughter him like he's been doing everybody else. Mm-hmm. Do you see Max Caster as being like a vital player to AEW in the future? I want to hear your take on that. I mean, honestly speaking, I do. I actually do. I mean, the guy has talent. And I'm not going to sit here and, you know, downplay it. I mean, but as far as like you know, world championship status, I don't know about that. But you know, maybe maybe one day going after the TNT title, you know, maybe one day being in that picture, I can see that with with a little more time, you know. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, like I think he's like he's not at like the level of level of like Darby or Sammy or Jungle Boy, but he's also not right. at like like he's. Maybe like a little bit higher than like Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. We parabum the hell out of him. <laughs> so, it's uh, MJF for CM Punk at Revolution for the dog collar match. Yes. That's gonna get bloody as hell. I can already tell. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, I could see it being better than Punk versus Raven dot collar match. You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna deny. I thought about that. I'm thinking like, could it be better? And the thing is, I mean, the story. I mean, the story alone, and then and then and then they throw in dog collars. I mean, it's kind of hard not to think that it's gonna be better. Mm-hmm. Warlow's powerbomb looks so raw. Like, yeah, there, he doesn't wait. He doesn't try to plant you nicely. He just does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, that's what I like about about his power bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited, Keith Lee and Wardlow. We're gonna get that Haas stare down. Yes, I think Wardlow's like 33 years old, which is like, which is pretty young. Yeah. In wrestling years, that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. 
So he, he'll, I think he'll be with AEW for a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. You have to excuse me if I keep going in and out because I got food cooking, so I'm going to be popping in no, and out, in and out. <laughs> you're all good. Sorry <laughs> that people keep running in and out behind me. My uh, my roommate just got back. No, you're good, man. <laughs> I like uh, that. Oh my god! What? It's, That's a uh, from uh, it's from uh, Karate Kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I love it. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> that was so out of nowhere. Another celebrity. Yeah, it. man. There's a lot of celebrities tonight. <laughs> oh my Brenda gosh. pointed out uh earlier Brenda pointed out oh what was her name um uh Melissa Joan Hartman mm. and uh so oh we hear from <laughs> Hangman I love seeing Hangman on my TV All right, got a promo coming man Hangman Page is honestly, in my opinion, like slept on in terms of being like just a good wrestler because no one puts him in these like dream match scenarios, but then he gets, he gets put in them and then he delivers like Danielson mm-hmm. versus Hangman. I don't think people yeah. really thought it was going to be as good as it was, but then it ended up just being so good. Yeah. I mean, personally for me, his run hasn't been that exciting. Really? Not to me. I mean, I think I mean, his opponents have, I guess, I guess, I mean, I guess his it, opponents outshine them. Yeah. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan, and I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he's been been in this position. But the his his title run hasn't been that exciting for me. You know, mm-hmm. I get that. Um, it, it to an extent, it kind of feels like uh, Bianca Belair's run after she beat Sasha at Mania 37, where like she mm-hmm. it was all the hype going into her winning, and then yeah, she won, and yeah. then it didn't really take it and run with it. It kind of just stayed there for a bit. But I think uh, yeah, that, totally agree. I think I feel like it's just because like Danielson really carried that feud with Hangman, and I, I think that was just that wasn't Hangman's fault. That was the booking's fault. True, true. And uh, then Lance Archer, that was just like a, a small feud, so it's yeah hard to kind of count that. And then also Dan Lambert was in that. I, I'm not a huge fan of Dan Lambert, so. Oh, I love Dan Lambert. I mean, as far as his heel really? work and his and what and how pissed off he can piss and how he can piss people off, I think he's doing a great job at that. <laughs> you know, I agree. It just kind of feels like, uh, like you know how everyone exciting going to WWE ends up like feuding with Dolph Ziggler first. Like remember when Shinsuke got called up yeah. to the main roster? Yeah. It, it's and how, so like Dolph has kind of become like an omen. I feel like Dan Lambert's slowly kind of becoming that, and I don't want that <laughs> to happen. <laughs> Like from what I hear, Tommaso Champ was going to start getting into a feud with Ziggler. I'm going to be so sad. I think on Raw, uh, Champ has splashed water in his face. Yeah. Oh, no. Champa's main roster run. Oh, no. <laughs> He's I'm the, worried Dolph about that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph is the Grim Reaper for these new stars coming from NXT. Right. <laughs> How do you think AEW will change since Cody's leaving? Will others leave when the contracts are up? I think Jericho's leaving, but I don't know who yeah. else leaves. I don't like Danielson signed a three-year deal, and then he said that that's going to be his last full-time, like his last time being a full-time wrestler. So yeah. I think he is probably going back to WWE for like a little bit just to get his Hall of, Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, 
Chris Punk Jericho. I doubt. Oh no, I was talking about Danielson. Sorry. Oh, I'll bet. Well, I, I, think I heard the same going. thing about Jericho too. Oh yeah, I think Jericho's going back sooner rather than later. He's been getting in shape now, so I feel like he might be preparing yeah. for that. And I'm fine with that. Like Jericho, he's really done all he can in AEW. So that's true. I mean, he was the I first think... champion, so. Oh yeah, he definitely like established. He helped establish the company. You know that feud right. he had with Cody for the belt that was so good. And then mm-hmm. he like he's he's done all he can really do to help. Besides, re- like retire after putting over young talent, but he's not going to retire right. from going to WWE. So I think I think, I think Jericho's go probably back, gone. I think if he was to go back to WWE, I think if Jericho was to go back to WWE, I think he would. I mean, because. In my, in, at least in my opinion, I think he would like he would make Hall of Famer, you know, once he retires. Mm. If you know, if they're on good terms, I can see Jericho going to the WWE, WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, definitely. I think Jericho definitely is going there, and I think he might go for like a small one to two year run after his AEW contract's up. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, who do I see going to WWE? I'm trying to think, like. Punk, no. Danielson, probably after his three-year deal. Yeah, I Cole, can see Danielson maybe. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The Bucks, I don't see it. Kenny, I don't see it. No, um, I, don't, I can't ever see the Bucks back there. Because they were, I mean, they yeah. were there before, I think. Like, I think Matt Jackson's done a few squash matches. I remember he got squashed by the Big Show. Yeah, yeah. It was SmackDown, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um... Like some of the dudes who were released, like Malachi Black, maybe I could see him if he wants to go back. But like the problem is that there's no NXT that he could really return to. Andrade, uh, maybe just to be with Charlotte. Yeah, because it's a totally different landscape now over there. Whose voice was that? Oh, Adam Cole. Yep. Yeah, don't call, bye bye. Um, Andrade, yeah, Pack. I don't see Pack going back. He literally walked out on. No, company, he so. he hates that place now. <laughs> he he hates that place. <laughs> never again. <laughs> I can I can never see him go back. I can't see him going back there. Mm-hmm. Moxley is yeah. like I doubt Moxley, but like it's not like, I mean Cody left, so you know you never know. Right, exactly. If Cody can go, I mean, the door is open for like people like Mox to go back. If Cody can go back, I think like that means the only person who like I can definitively say will never is Punk. Like, and if Punk goes back, literally anything's game. Yeah. But I doubt. I do, yeah. I sincerely doubt. Yeah. There's like Punk is the only person I can like definitively say one hundred percent chance he's not going back. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that because I mean they let I mean him and WWE were on such bad terms for a long time, long mm-hmm. time. And the the beef between him and Triple H alone, I mean that mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I can't wait till Cody goes back and Triple H is gonna be like, hey, what was, what was that smashing the throne about? That's gonna right. Be <laughs> I can't deny. Part of me would love to see Cole wearing that belt. Can't deny that. Oh yeah, he's definitely going to have it someday, and I can't wait till he does. Mm-hmm. I think Adam Cole does like he's going to work really good being a 
the the champion. Yeah. And Brenda, I definitely agree. Adam Cole is definitely ready. I think they're going to have a really good match. I think that someday Adam Cole is going to be AW champion. Red Dragon is mm-hmm. going to be tag team champions. Oh yeah, and then definitely. It's going to be so good. I can't wait until we see Red Dragon in action. And I think it's just because Kyle O'Reilly just had a kid, so he's taking some yeah. time off, which is totally fair. Yeah, I'm so glad that AEW. I'm so glad that AEW like lets their wrestlers be people. I'm like, oh yeah, you need time off. You mm-hmm. just had a kid. Go do that. You know, it makes yeah. it makes me feel like just appreciative to be a fan. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, I can totally, I can totally agree with that. Whereas with the WWE, only way you'll be able to get that time is if you're a big star, if you're a big mm-hmm. name. Like Becky Lynch, for example. You yeah. Know. It's kind of uh, like, you know, is Lacey Evans still gone? Because that was a while ago that she had a kid. Yeah, I mean, she's she's still on she's still on the payroll of WWE. They just I just haven't seen her. I mean, and she's been on she's been on maternity leave for a while. Yeah, it's, and it's I'm been not a sure. And, and I just don't know if they have anything for her. But they're keeping her around for some reason, you know. It wouldn't surprise me if Vince forgot that she was on the roster. <laughs> that would not be a surprise. <laughs> Is there so many people I forgot were still working there? I forgot Elias was still there. I forgot oh he was God. still there. Whatever happened to him? Like he died or something? Like I saw a tombstone that well, said like the Elias char- or something. The character Elias, the drifter died, I think. But I think they're coming up with some kind of new character. I'm not sure what they're doing with him, but I know he still works for him. I like to think he's gonna if he gets released, it'll just seem like he just actually died. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it makes me so sad that like that just happens with like like storylines being cut off in the middle with uh yeah. WWE. Like when Malik or when Alistair Black attacked Big E when he was Intercontinental Champion and then was literally released the next week. That was right. that was just so frustrating. It's such a situation of the left hand not talking to the right. And then AEW just kind of did that with Brandy feuding with uh, Dan Lambert and then, you know, Cody and Brandy. Yeah, they totally dropped that. That was It was pretty weird. I thought the guitar died. It was so unclear. I do not know (laughs) what happened with that feud, Eduardo. Look at the smirk on Adam Cole's face. Like he's like, "Oh, I got this. I ain't worried." <laughs> he looks so damn confident. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they're gonna. I think Hangman and Cole are gonna have a really good match. Yeah. But I want to see this. I want to see a more Hangman-driven story. Oh, hey, Kyle Riley's back. Speaking of, oh yeah, there they are. I was Speaking not of the devil. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if the Bucks come out and help him. Oh my gosh! Uh-oh. I could also, I could also totally see Roderick Strong, Roderick Strong joining them. Yeah, like uh, if just security if, coming out for now. Release. Yeah. Oh, the Dark Order's out there now. I was wondering where they were. Because they have just, they have not been. Uh, yeah, they, they they've just been, been in the background, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also don't like when babyfaces stop chasing the heels because, like, the invisible wall. 
Yeah. That's a that's such a Jim Cornette criticism. I think he like he literally <laughs> says the same thing, but I don't like when that happens. Wait, why are they attacking security? That's a good question. Um Why are they attacking security? What happened? What I, was, I don't know. They just started hitting them. <laughs> they just started hitting them. And now they he tossed the he tossed the last one out. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was about, but they they, they emptied the ring. <laughs> Wait, why? They're supposed to be the baby faces. Exactly. I don't know what's going on with them. <laughs> wow. I bet we're probably getting like a ten match or something. Ten yeah. versus uh ten versus Adam Cole. At least we'll get we'll probably get Dark Order versus what are they called? I'm just gonna call them Undisputed Era. They don't have a name yet. I, don't I mean, you, that's, I'm so used to calling them that. I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> I really hope that I really wish that they uh, Adam Cole, Omega, uh, Red Dragon, Young Bucks called themselves the Undisputed Elite. That's such yes. a cool name, but I I bet it wouldn't work with uh, copyright. No, because man, WWE is so quick to be like to send a cease and desist. They're quick to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Sammy versus uh, Darby. They have really good matches together. I just watched uh, a few days ago. There, they had a match in AAW, and uh, mm. AAW had it online. I just watched it. It was very fast paced and very good. Hmm. Yeah, they do be the best out of each other. Who else will leave AEW? Uh, Jericho will. Danielson will uh, mm-hmm. in three years, though, for Danielson. Jericho is going to be yeah. sooner rather than later. Um, like in, in terms of just leaving AEW, I think Andrade could probably – he would probably go to Mexico maybe. Um, yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. But, like, he's yeah. probably not going back to WWE. Um, there's not really any huge – European promotions, so I doubt that Black would leave, but I could see Black going to WWE if they fix themselves, but I doubt they are. Right. Um, Mox, definitely not. I don't know who else. Like, maybe some, like, lower card talent. I could see, like, Jay Lethal yeah. going there someday, maybe, but I doubt that. Tony Nese was already released from there. Right. So, I'd have to think about that, Brenda. I'd have to, like, look at the... I'll pull up the roster page. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of thought. <laughs> What if AWWE introduced a kayfabe wrestler that's just like, I'm just here because wrestling is fake and I'm here to make it real? Would that character work in a day and age? Um, I mean, mm-hmm. WWE kind of has that with Walter, it feels like. You know, Walter exactly. is just like, I will actually beat you up. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how Walter feels. Right. And like all of his matches have a different tone and a different feel than like a normal match. Walter's matches feel real. Like Walter yeah, versus very Tyler believable. Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, but in terms of I'm here to. I'm here because wrestling is fake and I'm here to make it real. I don't know if a character yeah. like that would work just because that'd be like a, it's kind of like for the same reason raw underground didn't work because they had wrestling yeah, and then they had raw underground. That's like, Oh, but this is real fighting. And it's like, wait, so right. are you saying your other stuff isn't real? So it's just, it would just be kind of weird, but that is a good thought. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to pull up the roster page real quick. See if I can, uh, see if I can see my, Who's gonna? Who would leave? I'm gonna go check on like, this food. I'll, I'll try not to be too long. I'll be right back. I got you. Yeah, I, I could see Andrade going to Mexico. I could see Billy Gunn maybe retiring with WWE as a performance center coach. 
Um, I think a go-go told WWE to piss off, so I doubt that he's going to be leaving for them. Brian Pillman Jr., maybe. I could see him going there. Um, FTR, I doubt they're going to go back. Christian Cage, I could see him going there for like a small run if it's offered or a Hall of Fame induction. Jericho, he's definitely going back. Christopher Daniels, definitely not. Punk, definitely no. Uh, Daniel Garcia and all these young guys, Dante Martin, Darius, Dante. Or, uh, I said Dante twice, sorry. Uh, Darby. I bet they're with AEW for a long time. I don't see them going to WWE. Dustin, I think Dustin likes AEW. Eddie Kingston, uh, I bet he's saying. Kazarian, probably saying. Griff, I could see, because he's a Griff's a big dude. I could see him signing with like an NXT uh, private party, that's another good one. If they don't get the respect that they deserve, because I'm actually really high on private party. I love private party. I can totally see him leaving. But I think uh, if they're used more, then probably not. Hook is definitely staying because Taz is there. Jake Hager, I doubt Hager. I doubt WWE wants Hager back. Um, Janela, no. I'm trying to see if there's anyone who I can see leaving. Like Mox, no. Keith Lee, I doubt. Omega, I doubt. Lance Archer is too old to go there. Um, I see Mark Henry maybe going back for a like a Hall of Fame induction. Maybe Matt Hardy. Actually, no, I doubt Matt Hardy. He talks so much about uh, like he always is trash talking WWE. Young Bucks are definitely staying. Matt Seidel, I don't see him going back. Um, Two point probably saying. Miro, I bet Miro is. If he increases his stock a lot and WWE offers him a ton of money, I could see him going, but I don't envision that happening. MJF, depending on the bidding war of 2024, MJF could be going going over there. Malachi Black, again, if main roster fixes itself. Orange Cassidy, definitely not. Pack, definitely not. Paul White, if they want to induct him in the Hall of Fame. Maybe Hobbs. Hobbs is totally the kind of guy WWE wants, but I know Hobbs has said he doesn't want to go over there. Same with Starks. Um, I'm not really seeing anyone. I can see. I doubt Sting is going over there. And then Wardlow. WWE is going to want Wardlow. Who is winning the match? Jericho and Hager or Santana Ortiz? I I really hope Santana Ortiz because I love Proud and Powerful, but man, Jericho going over just seems very plausible, doesn't it? Happened with MJF, you know. Happened with American Top Team. I don't want to think about that, but man, Proud and Powerful deserved this win. They they should have been tag team champions already. I think they should have beaten the Young Bucks. I think Santana Ortiz should have beaten the Young Bucks for him, and then Best Friend should have beaten Santana and Ortiz. Because I feel like Best Friends and Santana Ortiz are such good spiritual rivals. That's a great question, though, Brenda. I really wish Hager was able to, instead of just wrestling like a big man, I want him to, Jericho, what was that? Uh, I want him to wrestle like with his more amateur wrestling style. His arm triangle choke that he does for a finisher is really cool. But when he just is doing, like, big boots and shoulder tackles, it's just not doing it, you know? 
Like, could you imagine a big dude who could also like twist you into a pretzel and tap you out? I think Hager could definitely be that, but he's just choosing not to be with his wrestling style. Santana is underused? I think so. And maybe it's just because I'm biased and I really like him. But I think they should have been champions by now. I think that like them losing to Jericho and MJF uh, about a year ago, like really just cemented them as being uh, like really just cemented them as being the secondary tag team in the inner circle, which I did not like. Who do y'all think is winning the uh, Dante Martin versus Hobbs match? Anyone in the chat? Because personally, I want Hobbs to win. Same reason I said before, I want a Haas ladder match. But Dante would be so good in a ladder match. And right now, Hobbs and Dante are one and one. Brenda says Dante. Dante would be just wild to see in a ladder match, wouldn't he? I would love if... Uh, I don't think they do a Joker anymore, or maybe they're doing another Mystery Pissment like they did last year. But maybe it is. Maybe Darius is in it too. We get to see them reunite or something. I think that'd be cool. I can't wait till we see Darius again, because... I. I remember people were saying Darius was so good and much better than Dante. And then Darius got injured, and now everyone's all high on Dante. And so when Darius comes back, I hope people don't treat him like Marty Jannetty. You know? I really want to see FTR work with Top Flight, so. Excuse me. Ortiz has really gotten himself in shape. I remember like in 2020 and uh, part of 2021, uh, you know, Ortiz, like he was the just the bump guy in, in Proud and Powerful. And now, oh yeah, there is Eddie. You're right. And now he's just in such good shape. He's able to. I think he's just as good as Santana. But I feel like everyone just perceives Santana as better because Santana is always the one getting the hot tags. So, but I think they both deserve their respect. It is still just crazy to see Jericho just wrestle like he's like 
50, right? F- maybe 51. I think he's 50. Yeah, it's definitely 50. And it's just crazy to see. Oh, man, I hate when tag teams do this spot of uh, just slowly crawling to uh, another wrestler. I'm not a fan of that spot at all. I prefer an out-of-nowhere hot tag. Like an example, just uh, if you want just my personal opinion of the best tag team match, I would say it's DIY versus... uh, Versus the revival at a NXT Takeover Toronto, that's in my opinion the best tag team match. With uh, second place going to a uh, Holy Demon Army and uh, Holy Demon Army and Holy Demon Army versus Misawa and Kobashi. Sorry, I'm glad that Santana kicked out of that because he got hit by a code breaker. Oh my gosh. I'm glad that they're booking Santana. I could totally see Santana being a singles wrestler, but I hope he doesn't, at least for the foreseeable future, because he's so good with Ortiz. Oh my gosh, Hager, those punches look horrible. I need to stop being so hypercritical of all the wrestling I watch. It's it's just going to make me... Oh my gosh, Hager got air there. That was cool. But it's just going to make me dislike it. I wonder if Jericho's going to go for the lion salt. I could also see this angle giving us uh, Eddie Kingston versus Jericho at Revolution. With uh, Jericho hopefully cementing a heel turn after that for the remainder. Maybe a inner circle breaks up. Uh, inner circle breaks up and eventually um, Jericho you know, becomes a singles wrestler. And he just finds his way to Sammy again. And it's like the, like the master who has fallen from grace versus you know Sammy, the student. And Sammy hopefully goes over there. I think that would be. Oh, wow. That was actually a really nice catch by Jericho turning that into the walls. That was really cool. No, but Santana cannot tap out. They cannot make him tap out. Come on, Santana. Come on. Come on. There we go. All right. Sorry it took so long. No, you're all good. I was just about to say, it's like, it's matches like these that you don't know who's going to win, where, uh, like, you're just really invested in them. 
Yeah, I've been watching. I've been trying to hurry up and get in and out of the kitchen. I've been been kind of looking at it through the through the corner uh, over the corner of the kitchen, just trying to see the, see the match. Oh, Woo. nice! Nintendo Ortiz won. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. Marvel, Marvel fan man, uh, Marvel man fan fan man. Excuse me. Yeah, I just, uh, I did see Eddie. I'm glad so the commentary were... is. Yeah, I think uh, Marvel fan man. I agree, Jericho versus Eddie. I think that's the direction we're heading for Revolution. I like the commentary yeah. is playing up that Jericho is the one who attacked Eddie out of nowhere. Hmm. If you can bring a wrestler alive or dead into AEW, who would you pick? Uh, am I allowed to make it like, am I allowed for it to be the wrestler in their prime if they're dead? Because if, if it's prime, I would say mm-hmm. Owen Hart. Oh, Owen definitely. Hart, definitely. I would say uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero. I love to see Eddie Guerrero. That is, that's there. also – that was another one I was thinking. I love Eddie. Um, who's another one? Like maybe Ricky Steamboat. That'd be cool. Yeah, that actually would be pretty cool. Oh, let's see. I'm I'm thinking of somebody now. Somebody else not okay. Uh, a lot of dead, dead or alive. Well, let me see. Jeez, hmm. that's that's a tough one right there, though. That is such a difficult question. Um, I mean Walter. I would love to see Walter in AEW. I think uh, Toshiaki Kawada would be really cool in AEW. Like a prime him mm-hmm. or prime Aja Kong. Oh my god, if Aja oh, Kong was in a, that'd be so yeah. cool. I would love to see prime Aja Kong versus like Ty Conti. Like, uh, I think that'd be so fire. Mm-hmm. Aja Kong and Hikaru Shida had a match in 2018, and obviously Aja Kong is you know old, but it was still a really good match. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine Aja Kong in her prime? Oh my god. Minami Toyota too. Mm-hmm. I I love to see a, a Shinsuke Nakamura there, but like the oh, New Japan yeah. version of Shinsuke Nakamura, not the WWE version, but like the New Japan oh, yeah. version. No, Shinsuke Light is what WWE got. Well, not even what they yeah, got; it's yeah. what they're forcing him to be. Man. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke versus uh, Omega. <laughs> Man. I would love to see that. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, Brian Danielson. Yes, I mean, because Shinsuke in his prime, like in, in Japan, was a beast. Mm-hmm. Was a beast. Arguably the best wrestler in the world, and then now he's yeah. in WWE, where he was Intercontinental Champion for like a few months and defended it like twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they pretty much wired him down over there. Definitely. Um. Who's another man? Uh, this is difficult. There's so many wrestlers. Prime, like Brock Lesnar, that'd be cool. Yeah. I don't even know what I would consider Brock Lesnar's prime, though, because he was great. Because he's pretty. In, like, 
he's still good, you know. Yeah, he's still it kind of in his prime now. Mm-hmm. I would argue that his match against uh, Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2018 is his best match, you know. Yeah, that's a. I don't know how many people will agree with that, but like, I don't even know which version of Brock I want. I want both of them. <laughs> because I don't know if Brock. He did some. I know. Uh, in fact, I think Shinsuke and Brock used to have some battles in Japan. I think they have wrestled before. Yeah. Yeah. Man, now I'm thinking. Right, they got you thinking now, right? <laughs> I, oh, we need the best wrestler in the world, Shane McMahon. He won the no. trophy. <laughs> He's a free agent now. TK, get him. Where oh is he? man. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't deny it would be it would be killer ratings if they brought wild. Shane McMahon in. I would. Oh my god, if they brought Shane in. Like <laughs> WWE gets Cody, AEW brings in Shane. Oh, Shane, man. yeah, think about that. <laughs> that yeah, puts so much heat on Shane already. All right, no DQ match. Oh, is this Mercedes Martinez? Yeah. She ain't letting go of that pipe either. I hope that Diamante gets an like officially signed soon. <laughs> mm. I think. Uh, oh, it's it's John Kreese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shane and AWB Wild. Can you imagine the story that can be told? Oh man, I get so much heat right there <laughs> on Shane alone. <laughs> I don't even know how the stadium, like, or how any arena would react. I don't know if they would cheer or boo. I can, I can. Okay, the thing is that, like, inherently, people are gonna, people are gonna like Shane more than Vince. Oh, but I think if he was, if if Shane was gonna was to come into AEW, I think it'll be like a mixed bag. I think that you get some cheers, you get some boos, you'll get some "Why the hell are you here's," (laughs) you know, all that stuff. Thunder Rosa with the Kill Bill gear. Yeah, I love it. Thunder Rosa always has some awesome gear, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, last time she was Wolverine, and then, you know. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that uh, there's a faction in AEW's women's division. I would buy a Shane shirt. I definitely would, too. Actually, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Wrestling shirts are expensive. (laughs) He did survive a helicopter. That's such a crazy story that Shane was just in a helicopter crash, and he was interviewed on the news. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to remember who made – I'm trying to remember who made fun of that. There was a wrestler that made fun of that. I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it may be Kevin Owens. I think it may be really? Kevin Owens that did that when him and Kevin Owens. Oh had yeah, beat. their feud. Yeah, he's like, you, you think you're so cool because you survived a helicopter crash? <laughs> like he says, he, he says something like that. That's such a Kevin Owens thing to say. I love Kevin Owens. Yeah. <laughs> and that's somebody else who I would love to see in AEW eventually, but it's Kevin Steen. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll ever see him. I think he just signed a new deal for. Oh my god, that barricade was not supposed to fall down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has signed a multi-year deal. He'll be there for a while. Mm. Highest drop for a wrestler to take. <laughs> the drop. best bump falling from a from a helicopter. The best bump. Yeah. Shane takes crazy yeah. bumps. <laughs> so yeah. And he doesn't have to do any of that. He doesn't have to do. He didn't. He never any of it. He never had to do. The only only reason why he did it was to please everybody else. I mean, him falling from the scaffolding was pretty cool. Yeah, and there was no need for it. Just like just like when his dad, uh, with him and Stone, when uh, his dad and Stone Cold had that cage fight, and and, and his dad flew and off the cage and hit the, the table. table. Yeah, yeah, there was no need for it. But damn it, I loved watching it. <laughs> Uh, more picture in picture. Yep. <laughs> um, the fool looks good, though. <laughs> well, now that we're in picture in picture, uh, oh, wow. Tony Nice uploaded a picture of him and Buddy Matthews earlier today. I just saw it now. Could that be foreshadowed? Hmm. People are saying that Buddy Matthews might appear in AEW soon. I'm surprised he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, I kind of am too. I think he, I could totally see him being with the House of Black. Like, yeah. I don't know if he's going to get the main event level push. But, you know, I wouldn't be against uh, it. Yeah, I wouldn't be against it either. But, I mean. There's so much main event talent, I think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it you may take time for Keith him to get Lee, Keith Lee, yeah. Malachi Black, Andrade, Pack, Moxley, Punk, Danielson, Omega, Cole, yeah. Page. That's so many names and like there's just gonna be so many more too especially if gargano and swerve come in oh yeah like if there is one free agent that has to be picked up i think it is gargano you know i mean it would be it would would make sense it would make total sense because he's you know he's one of the hottest free agents right now he's also like younger than samoa joe i don't know how old he is but he's younger than joe Joe has always been played by injuries, but yeah, you know, I would love to see another uh, Gargano versus Cole match. Gargano versus Andrade. Gargano versus Pac. Yeah, those are some dream matches right there. Gargano versus Omega. Gargano versus I can't believe we didn't get Gargano versus Danielson, and when they were both in WWE. You know, I never thought about that, but you got a good point with that one. <laughs> If we don't get Gargano versus Danielson at some point, the world is irreversibly broken. <laughs> I think it's got to happen eventually. I mean, as long as those two are still wrestling, they gotta they gotta cross paths eventually. Mm-hmm. And like, if not in AEW, some other promotion. Like, I know Daniel. Yeah. I could totally see Danielson going working like some small shows in Mexico, working other small shows in the United States. He, I think the guy just mm-hmm. wants to wrestle. You know. Which I totally respect. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of more dream matches. I was, I was about to say Gargano versus Andrade. I wonder how Gargano versus Andrade 2 would go. I'd like to see Andrade versus Punk. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I love Andrade. Like, when he first got into AEW, like, he, he didn't really, like, fit in the best. He had to shake off some of the WWE rust, but like I think he right. does some really good work. 
It just feels like he's oh, been yeah. it's been a while since he's wrestled. Mm. Same for uh, oh, Black, actually. Geez. You see that land oh. that Thunder Rosa just, t- just took? Yeah, that table did not want to... That table oh. just bent. It didn't even break. Yeah, it just bent. Oh, my God. That has to that has to be murder on the lower back right there. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Shane versus MJF just for the mic alone. <laughs> I would love to see MJF call Shane a hot dog or something. Like, just look at him. <laughs> uh, that'd be so funny. I really think I really hope that this feud is what we is what leads us to uh, Thunder Rosa versus Brit for Revolution, and I think yes. it is because Mercedes is sent by Brit. Brit, uh, like, is evidently scared of Thunder Rosa. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's got to be. It's got to happen now. I think it, it, they've waited a long time for it. And then have Rosa take the title. Just give her the damn belt already. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could totally see, like, and they've also been building up uh, Serena Deeb as a heel now, which I'm glad they've done yeah. because they can't just keep using Nyla Rose as a heel. Yeah. But uh, I could totally see Serena actually taking the belt from Rosa. I think it would be a great match. Mm-hmm. And I, I know they've yeah. had a match on uh, AWTV before, but it was just kind of fine because Britt Baker was interfering in it. Yeah. Oh, she oh. put her in the trash can. Oh, that was a cool move. I love Thunder Rose's corner drop kick. Thunder Rose is so awesome. I love her. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh. <laughs> You're allowed to grab the ropes in a no disqualification match? I did not know that. That's what I was thinking. It didn't Wait, no DQ. Hold up. <laughs> you got a box there. Like, it doesn't feel like it'd be allowed. I get someone nervous when refs when ref forget that they're in a DQ match. You know, they don't have well, to mean, like, break the rope. I feel like, like the ref really can't be like, just count the three anyway, because, you know, that probably wasn't the, the finish they have planned. Hmm. That's why being a ref sounds just really stressful. Especially if you're, in a, if you're in, in a big match like that. I mean, you have so many things you have to be paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Oh god, that was awesome spider suplex. You see her crumble. Oh up. my gosh, that was amazing. Yeah. Whoa, god. That was great. <laughs> oh, that was an ugly elbow drop. That was an ugly that elbow was... drop. Oh, that was yeah, that was not good. <laughs> She just slipped off of the rope right onto yeah. Rose's face. Ugh. Yeah, wearing each other out. Mm-hmm. Man, I love how I love how Thunder Rosa sold that suplex. It was beautiful. Where she sold that. She's such a good baby face. Yeah. I really think that. Like when she first came into AEW from the NWA, I was like, I don't know who she is, you know. So I yeah. wasn't really excited for it. But then, like, she's really just become one of my favorite women's wrestlers in AEW. Like, only behind Serena Deeb and Ruby Soho for me. Yeah. I love how vicious Serena's gotten. I love how mm. vicious that she's gotten. I love it. 
We need the five minute her. challenge thing is really cool in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the first person who lasts the five minutes, not even beats her, but who lasts the five minutes is probably going to get a huge rub depending on how long it lasts. Yeah. That fire thunder driver wasn't great looking. It kind of looks like Rosa was the only one who hit the chairs. Mm. Yeah. I wonder what stipulation. I wonder if Brit and Rosa 3 is going to have a stipulation or not. I think it should, personally. I think it should be an Iron Woman match. I think that'd be really cool. That's a good idea. Damn, that's a good idea. Yeah. I uh, I've been working on a fantasy booking for a WWE and AEW like super card, and yeah. so far one of the like one of the eleven matches I have is Rose, not Rosa, uh, Baker versus Banks in an Iron Woman match. Oh, that's oh, that sounds awesome. I like. I, I think that AEW should do more sips with the women's division because, like, it feels like they've been doing a lot of them. They've had the, uh, they've had that, uh, no disqualification match between or the street fight between Anna Jay and Ty Conti and then Penelope Ford and the Bunny, and that was just so bloody and great. Yeah. And then they had, they had Rosa versus Baker, which was just iconic. You know, it just feels like these stips and hardcore style matches, they're doing mm-hmm. they're doing huge amounts for the women's division. Yeah, and I would I, love I agree if they played that. more into it. Yeah. You see Thunder Rosa help her up and bend and, and, and bow to her. Mm-hmm. I wonder if John Kreese is gonna beat up Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> Not finish her. <laughs> <laughs> just want to hunk his nose, man. Just one good time. <laughs> his nose—it's so. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is definitely how the feud starts. I love that yeah. Baker is like scared of Rosa, and so she's just willing to do this. Mm-hmm. I also cannot wait until Jamie Hader betrays Baker. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's that's going to happen. It has to happen. They've been they've been teasing it for so long already. I mean, mm-hmm. Jamie has never done the DMD thing, I don't think. Hmm. No. Not, I've never seen him do it. Do you think she's going to hit her or no? Oh. Nope. She waited too long. And oh. I don't think she was going to do it anyway. I mean, because Thunder Rosa just showed her a ton of respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to get Jamie versus uh, Mercedes soon. Because they already had that like tease earlier. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I hope Jamie Hader wins that one. I feel like Mercedes Martinez doesn't need to be a huge name. Maybe just like a mid-card talent for the women's division. Yeah. She's older, you know. She could right. probably more suited to be a trainer for AEW's women, but so who could still go? I think Hader is younger. She's over. Mm-hmm. And she already has like a story brewing with Brit. Yeah. 
Oh, Malachi Black. Yeah, I agree, Brenda. I mean, I'm loving, I'm loving how they're booking this rivalry right here. I'm loving it. Mystery. Oh shit. Who was that? Okay, somebody was in the back. You see that? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, who is that? That's the third. That's member. not thinking now. Who is that? <laughs> I'm excited for Kings of the Black Throne versus Penta and Pack. Didn't they just do that match? I think so. They did just wait, why are they doing it again? Hold up. What Huh. Why are they? I don't like that. No, I don't like that one bit. I bet they're doing that because <laughs> Phoenix is coming back. I bet Phoenix is going to come back next week. And mm, then, yeah. yeah, Phoenix is coming back next week. And then Phoenix is going to chase off the House of Black. And then the third, members is gonna, the third member is going to debut. Because Phoenix is already healthy. I think he's wrestling this weekend. So, yeah, yeah. He's going to be with, he's going to, yeah, they're doing a tag. He's going to be in a tag team match this weekend, I believe. Mm hmm. I love JY. He's so cool. I can't believe that New Japan is, in my opinion, has kind of like just dropped the ball on him uh, this past like year. Yeah. Like in 2021 at Wrestle Kingdom 15, he had what is like it's in my top five matches of 2021. Jay White versus uh, Jay White versus Ibushi. That's in my top five matches of 2021. And then he was so good then. And then. Now he's on strong and impact. And now that he's here in AEW, I'm glad that he's getting a lot more buzz back. But man, yeah. him going him going from main event of night two of Wrestle Kingdom to New Japan Strong has not been doing it. <laughs> I will be right back. I apologize. All right, go ahead, man. Oh, so many commercials. Come on, let's get back to the action already. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, back to the back to this this rivalry with the women and everything. I mean, I cannot complain about that one bit. I think it's being booked very well. And with the way they brought in Jay White, I mean, I can't complain about that either. I think as long as they keep the booking up to par, and I think as long as they keep the fans satisfied, I mean, they can do they they can pretty they can go far with this.
Oh, how do we meet? I mean, through uh, through Connor. We met through Connor, the AEW fan guy. He brought us all together. To answer your question, Evaldo, he's the um, he's the he's the guy who pretty much uh, got us together and formulated a plan to start this podcast. You know, so AEW this AEW fan guy is the you know takes all the credit for that. Or Connor, as as you may know him. I'm wondering, I'm wondering, uh, you know, as far as uh, I've been thinking a lot about uh, Jeff Hardy lately, what's going to be happening with him and uh, what where he would fit in AEW. I thought a lot about that lately. And I mean, if any of y'all have any opinions about that, you can always chime in. But I'm just just wanted to throw something out there. Time for the main event, folks. Got Darby Allen coming out first. Sorry for that. Someone on my floor needed some help with something. No, you're good, man. So how did all of you on the pod meet? Um, I was just uh, DM'd by Connor on Twitter one day, and he just asked if I would like to be a part of the podcast, and I said, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I say. Like, Connor is the one that pretty much got us all together, you know, and mm-hmm. – Connor has an eye for uh, people who like will have like good chemistry together, and that was yeah. pretty cool. Uh, he also helped me set this up so we could have the episode today, despite him not being here. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely like uh, he's like our our leader out of out of this. So, yeah, it's... exactly. He's the he's the director of it all, I guess you can say. Yeah. I'm really excited for this match. I. Th- I don't know who wins. I think Sammy wins. And I think we get Andrade beating Sammy at some point after Revolution. Yeah. But. I would argue that Connor and Chris are having the better time at Dynamite tonight. It's been a great Yeah, I'm episode. pretty sure they're having a great time, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's an awesome, awesome show. It's an awesome episode tonight. On Friday, I'm sure they'll have uh, plenty of stories to tell you guys about. Uh, oh, yeah about their experience i won't be on on friday i have a i have a concert that day so oh yeah sammy two belts coming out i love how he keeps i love how he keeps both the belts that is so awesome i've seen some people who didn't like it but i like that he wears both of them i love it man i think it i think it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's my boy sammy two belts walking to the ring I kind of hope Sammy wins this one because right now, as it stands, I think Darby has two wins. In AEW, Darby has two wins on uh, yeah. Sammy. Yeah. Is that a Tony Nese sign? That's awesome. Whoa, somebody actually has a Tony Nese sign? Yeah, I love Tony Nese. Like, obviously, he's not like, I'm not going to go being like, he should be AEW champion, but I think he's like a yeah. no, good mid Carter. Right, he's been spotted in the in the crowd a few times at different shows. Well, he he's signed to them right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering yeah. what the hell they're gonna do with him. Me too. 
It's hard to pick who will win. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I wonder what Tony I mean, needs to I can just see him being in like a well, – you know how like yeah. Frank Kazarian's like a, a mid-carder face? I could see him just being a yeah. mid-card heel, kind of like Frankie. But yeah. Maybe take takes over Sean Spears' role. You know what? That's not that's not bad. That's what actually were you pretty cool. I was gonna, oh, I was going to mention that you know, Sammy being a Texas boy, I'm kind of, I'm kind of you know, partial to him because both from Texas, and I want to see him get you know, get over on this. But at the same time, I'm a Darby Allen fan. I love Darby, so it is mm-hmm. pretty hard. But the Texas boy in me wants to see. You know, wants to see the Spanish God win. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Like, I'll be, uh, I'll be watching like Colt Cabana versus someone, and then I'll be like, "Oh, come on, Colt, you have to win this one. You're from Chicago, right?" <laughs> the huge bias towards wrestlers from my area. That's why I love uh, Juice Robinson. He's from Joliet, which is the town right next to where I'm from. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's from Juliet. Let me make sure I'm right before I look like an idiot. That's good. They shook hands for good sportsmanship before the match. That's good. It's a good sign. <laughs> Here's Robinson. Yep, he's from Juliet. Hmm. These two are awesome wrestlers. I've met them both. Oh, that's really awesome. You actually met them? Man, I haven't met, like any wrestlers like uh i've met a few at like local shows that have mm-hmm. like a hundred people at them yeah but, uh, i i was going to go up and ask uh victor benjamin and lady frost for a picture but <laughs> it, it was at an aaw show and uh i was there i was like walking up about to go ask him and then the wrestlers were like brawling outside the ring and then they were like oh we have to go because they were about to like get to our place and i was like no and i didn't get the picture <laughs> It was so sad. I remember I met uh, JTG from Crime Time not too long ago. Oh, really? He's actually pretty. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Pretty awesome. That sounds really cool. Took a picture together. He, uh, if you, you know, since we're Facebook friends, you probably see all my pictures. We're doing yeah. the outsiders. We're doing the outsiders pose. You'll you'll probably find that picture somewhere on there. I'll have to check after this. And that sounds really cool. There's, I just found, because right now I'm at Illinois State, there's a, a promotion here in uh, Bloomington called like Iron Spirit Pro. I'll have to see uh, if they have anything good there, but I want to see if they'll uh, train me or something. That'd be cool. Hmm. Like doing I mean, work most, to get trained. Most, place, most, most places will train you, and the thing is, if you don't have the money to train, they'll, they'll, they'll have you work it out as far as like helping out with shows, building up rings and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. There's a there's a promotion in Joliet called Rocket Pro Wrestling, so yeah. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna apply to there soon, over summer because uh, like I'm gonna just email them. Go for it, dude! You only live once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so long as I don't have to spend the money because I'm, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I spend all my money I mean, on concerts and wrestling shows. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these places, they'll let you work it off. You know, they'll let you they'll let you set up for for different events and stuff as payment. Like you'll like you'll travel with the ring crew, set up the ring, you know, take yeah. it down every single place they go, help with concessions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt that they uh, they only run one venue, so yeah, that'll be nice. It's an easy drive. I'm liking this match. It's 
has a really it has a way faster pace than most other matches on this card. And I think it's yeah. just Sammy and Darby being Sammy and Darby. I mean, because like I said, oh, my God, that was awesome. I think you're like two seconds ahead of me. Oh, yeah, yeah probably. Is, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that's insane. Sammy does yeah, not care about his body. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, they bring the best out of each other. That's what I love about seeing these two together. Sammy, like, I think you know you're going to get a kick-ass match. Oh, definitely. I think Sammy is kind of underrated in the ring because he just puts his all into his mm-hmm. matches. And he talks about how he's his harshest critic. And he like he's like he's always like pointing out what he does wrong in his matches and everything. And I have huge respect for that. And so yeah. that's why I think he's just getting better every time because he's oh, what can I do better? Oh, let's just go for it. Like when he faced uh MJF and he launched from the the rope to the like to the inside no right outside the barricade, yeah. Yeah. That was just yeah. insane. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're in the point, if you if you're to the point to where you're thinking, okay, what can I do better? I think I think, especially him being as young as he is, and him thinking that way about himself, that's I mean, I mean that 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 just builds up to like his character, and like how much he cares about the business, and how much he cares about what he does in that ring, you know. Yeah, I think he definitely has the mindset that is going to get him far. Yeah, in, uh, in this business. Like, I know people have already made comparisons to Eddie Guerrero, which, like, I'm not a fan of comparing wrestlers of now to wrestlers of old because there's yeah. you're always going to find differences. I prefer if people are like, if he's not the next Eddie Guerrero, he's the first Sammy Guevara, kind of. Right. You know, that's the, the mindset that I'm more a part of. But there is no, like, you know, it makes sense. Just the charismatic baby face who acts very cocky. There is some similarities. Yeah. Both from Texas, you know. Both <laughs> high flyers. Mm-hmm. I believe Eddie Guerrero is from Mexico, and Sammy, I think, is from Cuba. So. No, uh, Eddie's from That's El Paso. Oh. Yeah. I, I, sorry, I meant like like just heritage wise, not like not where they're booked from. Oh Sorry. yeah, yeah. Well, as far as heritage, yes, yeah, his heritage is in Mexico. Mm. I'm pretty sure Sammy's from. I think Sammy's heritage is Cuban. Let me check. Yeah, I have to make sure because I'm. I'm not. I think I he may be. I think he may be right about that. Um, let's see. Nah, I haven't found it yet. I'm just going to control F. Cuba. Yep. Okay, that's right. Thank God. It's so weird to me that Cody is leaving, but he already has two shows on TNT. He has Rose to the Top. Yeah. He has Rose to the Top, and he has Go Big Show. And he's just leaving AEW for W. That's such... That kind of just shows, like, hey, he might be like taking a step back from the wrestling business. I think maybe he wants Probably. to focus on his entertainment. I mean, because believe, but believe it or not, I mean, Cody has been working hurt for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Like he's been going in matches hurt. Like he has herniated discs in his back, all kinds really? of stuff wrong with him. Yeah, he has like three of them, I think. 
Like in his lower back. Hmm. So in essence, I couldn't blame Cody if he wanted to step back from the wrestling business for a little bit and just, you know, be a, be a dad and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I feel like uh, with how much he did for AEW, he might want to just take a step back and, uh, yeah, you know, it's almost like how people are saying that for Shinsuke, WWE is like a semi-retirement, considering just how difficult the schedule is and how hard-hitting the matches were. WWE right. is like a cakewalk for him, so he's enjoying his like semi-retirement. I can see Cody maybe thinking the same thing. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. I would love to see. I really wish that we got Sammy versus Darby versus Andrade at uh, at Revolution. I think that would have been an awesome triple threat. Yeah, actually, that would have been awesome. I do hope Andrade is on the pay per view in some capacity. I think he'll be in the face of the Revolution ladder match. Mm. Yeah. I've never been a I've never been a huge fan of the Spanish fly, but Sammy makes it like look pretty good from the top rope. Because usually it just looks like it's you know opponent assisted, but that one was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. And you have to be working together to do a move like that. I mean, you can't just jump off the thing and expect them to do it with you. They have to mm-hmm. be like one, two, three, jump. Yeah. I've seen botches of that move not working, and it and it it's scary looking when when it oh, doesn't work. Seeing someone land on their head like that, yeah. Yes, very scary. Didn't that happen? I think it happened with Ray Phoenix at one point. I think so. Man, Ray Ray Phoenix's botches kind of scare me. What is Sammy going for here? <laughs> Oh, he's going for the... Oh, figure four. Wow. I thought he was going to go for the Last Supper. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. He threw a figure four out of, there, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He reversed it just, just, just the way he's supposed to reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that Darby has like his own special pin with uh, the, the Last Supper. You know, I think it's unique. It's kind of like how uh, yeah. Orange Cassidy had the mouse trap, And I don't know what the one Wheeler used was called. Oh, that was a stiff slap. That was a Stephanie oh. McMahon ass slap. Yeah, Stephanie McMahon slap. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, because her slaps were vicious. <laughs> they, those things were not fake. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, I genuinely don't. And they are killing it tonight. Does Darby become? They are a killing it, champion? man. Maybe oh Darby God. becomes a three-time champion just to uh, just to tie Cody, but oh my God! <laughs> oh, now it's the Last Supper. Oh, okay. I'm glad that Sam kicked out of that one. <laughs> oh. Oh no! Dude. 
Darby's patented suicide dive, isn't it? Oh, that was a nice cutter. Did oh you see God. that, dude? The that cutter was so awesome. Oh, he hit that very. Oh, that was so perfect. How he hit that. Mm-hmm. Man, I think people underestimate Sammy's in-ring ability, and I think I do too. Actually, yeah. I was ta- I was talking earlier how I think he might be like third or fourth best pillar, but man. Mm. Every time he gets in the ring, I'm like, man, Sammy's so like underrated in ring wise. Like, I'm not yeah. a huge fan of his character. Like, I think his character is good, but I think the other uh, pillars, oh. except for Jungle Boy, have like more of a character. But man, he goes so hard with his matches. Oh my god! Oh, you see his, oh my, that was nuts, man. Like is that is that selling even fake? Like how he's just like no, he's not. That has, no, like, that's, that's not real. F- that's not fake at all. That, no that's way, a real. That's, that's, a, that's a that's real pain. Mm-hmm. God, I do not have the mental fortitude to do that to myself. God. How did that look worse than the senton on Cody during the ladder match? Oh my goodness! I know, right? <laughs> Just his landing alone got me got me cringing, man. Man, maybe Darby takes it after that. Oh no. He's going up. I love the coffin drop as a finisher because it gets the audience excited when he's uh when he's going up. And there's just so yeah. many ways things that could happen once it's like executed. You know, they can someone can reverse it, someone can catch it, something he can just hit it. Yeah. The exactly. only thing I don't like is that Billy Gunn kicked out of it. He did. I, didn't, I never saw that. He kicked out of it. Yeah, I think that was so weird to me. It's like, no, oh, Billy come Gunn on. is not. <laughs> oh, it's Jose. We love Jose. No, get off of oh. him. Get off of Jose. Oh. <laughs> You're just talking about Andrade. <laughs> Man, I kind of think Sammy should have just won this one on his own merit, though. Yeah, I, be- I, I totally, I totally believe you on that one. He should have. I don't think Andrade needed to help with that because then that kind of just makes Sammy look weak if he retains. Or maybe this is just how maybe this is how we get that triple threat. Exactly. <laughs> you see him shrug his shoulders like, all right, whatever, I'm gonna do it. Oh, this has got to be it right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet this is how. Um, I have a great evening. I'm going to say goodnight, and I was wondering what time Rampage is. The match with Darby and Sammy is so extreme. Um, I believe that Rampage is on 4 Central, which is... Uh, wait, maybe yeah, I'm wrong. Rampage comes on uh, eight, 8 o'clock Central. 8 o'clock Central? Okay. Yeah. No, 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 nine, I think. Because, yeah, because oh, Rampage thought, at nine. Yeah, I just thought that, um, I thought that, what's it called? Uh, oh, no. I thought there was a special edition of it. Uh, oh, they probably are doing a special edition of it because of the, limp, because of the games. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, they probably are check. doing a special edition. Thanks for tuning in, Brenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for being, uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for all of you for joining us. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, I think that this is how we get the triple threat at Revolution. Yes. You know what? I'm oh, not mad Andrade. at that. Andrade I'm not so mad at that at all. I agree. I'm not mad at that at all, man. Not at all. <laughs> okay, so it's at seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock yeah. Pacific. So it's at six Central. Oh, okay, six. Oh, okay. No, here's no, here's gonna be seven. Okay, I got it. All right. What's well, okay? Mm -hmm. Now I know what time is gonna be on. Oh yeah. This once is again, thank you good. all for tuning in. Yeah, thank you everyone for showing up. Even though uh, uh, Connor and Chris weren't here, it was been it's been a great stream. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I we will see you all. Uh, I will not be here on Friday, but uh, Mr. Jenkins, will you be here on Friday? Yeah, I'll be here on Friday. Yeah, and uh, Connor and Chris will be back for uh, yep. coverage of AW Rampage. Night, everyone. Yep. Peace.